Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with John Hill. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow Podcast, where we give you a taste of some of the best things that happened on our Sirius XM show. We had a big week, John. Yeah, you've been killing it. Well, we've been killing it, darling. We're Especially you. We have some Bravo news to come. And we've got a conversation with Minka Kelly. We went real deep with Minka Kelly. Real deep. Her childhood is quite surprising. She's got a great new book out. And she really went there. So this is Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. Vanderpump Rules last night. Oh my God. You didn't see it, did you? I, I missed it last okay. night. I am so going to watch it, you, Did you see it, Jordan? I watched it. I found it to be chilling. I thought that the, and I said this to Raquel at the reunion, or in, either in our one-on-one or at the reunion with everybody, I may have said it both times, I said that you looked in everyone's eyes at that table and said, you're my people, you're my crew. And then Mm. minutes later, Ariana by that fire said to her, you are role model goals, Raquel. You are role model goals. I just... I I just can't believe it. We've been doing um, every week like the list of five things that don't land well now that we know how the story ends. And that episode last night, there were too many. I mean, we chose five on Watch What Happens Live last night. I thought Kristen Doty was very Kristen Doty, very funny um, and very just herself. And uh but I want to also say that so many people, I do a QA and a um, before every episode of Watch What Happens Live, and so many people have been raising their hands saying, didn't production know? How could they not have known? How yeah. could they not have? Yeah. And I think that you saw 
in last night's episode, even I think Katie confronted Raquel, confronted Ariana at one point, or at least wanted to talk to her and said, does it not bother you that she slept over? And what do you think of this? And this was the same, and this was what production pointed to, because I called them once I started seeing the episode. They go, you're telling me you never... You guys didn't get that this was happening. And they said they all kind of followed Ariana's lead. And Ariana was saying, no, I know, Raquel, this is not happening. And, you know, the funny thing is, if if I think about it now, if you listen to what Ariana's saying, she's not saying... I know Tom, Tom would never do that. Right. Isn't she right. isn't she mainly pointing to Raquel when I she's, didn't think about that, but that's interesting and that's true. Yeah. She's just saying Raquel would never she's do that. She's like, no, Raquel's not that kind of girl. Like you guys are barking up the wrong tree. And so I think because Ariana, she was shutting down the conversations about them being in an open relationship, and she was um and she was just shutting down the idea that Raquel could would ever even do that. So that's why no one took it further, and that's why it actually was a surprise. But then you look at this footage, and you're like, I cannot, wow, well, this story wrote itself. I mean, it's wild. It's it's truly wild. I mean, this is, this is uh, crazy. Howie Mandel did um, an interview. First of all, he reacted to me calling him a jackhole, and I thought his reaction was very funny and... It was, it was. What cute. was his reaction? I think he was like, "Well, now I have a title, and it was given to me by Andy Cohen." Like he was, he was funny about it. He was nice, you know. He wasn't like, he wasn't bitchy about it, um, from what I could tell. But what he revealed is exactly what I surmised when I was talking about the interview here after it posted, which is that the, I said Tom Sandoval must have gone on that show because he did not think that Howie Mandel would challenge him in any way. Uh, and Howie said they had an agreement where Howie would not challenge him in any way. And that Howie said to his daughter, who co-hosts the podcast, you can't, if he says something you don't agree with, you can't challenge him we are not doing that here so i was right it was actually even friendlier than i thought i mean you know i thought that the deal would have been um you know yeah we, you know look this is a friendly space we want you to tell your story but like that it was so explicit we're not going to challenge you at all wow well, and and he yeah the clip dismissed display this morning was if you are they said he said you are going to hear stuff that you will want to challenge on but don't and you're not going to wow um, the thing about it is I think that there I think they could have asked some follow up questions that Tom would have gone along with also uh, but anyway I digress I wound up looking at a slideshow of the red carpet. Of the Time 100. It should be a slideshow of Ozempic Wagovi users. Because oh. everyone is thin. And I'm not going to name names. The only person that I will publicly say that I think is on Wagovi. 
and it's so obvious. Just look at the slideshow because there are people who have bone structure who've never had it, who just suddenly are just in these tight little clothes. Uh, by the way, I didn't notice. I now have people that I work with that are showing up thin on Wagoves. Oh. I think you. it would be good for you to not uh, to, to appear less obsessed with the Wagov. I think, why? I just do. I think it like, maybe be obsessed, but don't, I don't Talk want people about to worry about what you're, th- if you're you going to call, like, like, like outing them. You don't know, well, because what if someone's not on it and they got something else going on right. and you've like called well, them out. Th- and but like, I, I, I haven't leukemia. called out anybody's name. And by the way, the people that I know at work who are on it have said, yeah, I'm on Wagovi. Right. Like they have nothing right. to hide. Right. Um, but anyway, I am obsessed because everyone is showing up 20 pounds. Th- I mean, it, it's it's a there's never been anything in our lifetime as huge to happen to the weight loss. No world. pun intended. There hasn't. Right. No pun intended. I mean, there really hasn't. I did see some people over the weekend that I know who had really overdone it on the fillers. It's, oh, it was really? a cautionary tale. Yeah, because every now and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll get a filler, but it it never is great for a guy. Doesn't look good. Yeah, no, that would be bad. Mm-mm. Didn't you once? Am I having a memory? Did you once get a little lip augmentation, oh and it looked I did. I went so and, weird? I went and got Botox from a guy, and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna put a little Juvederm in your lip. And I said, no, don't do it. He's like, no, no, you're going to like that it. That was it. what Jeff Lewis and did that started was, messing his lips up. I was so upset. And Juvederm, is, you can get it dissolved immediately if you hate it. And I went back and had it dissolved. But I always was like, really upset. I hated it. And it was, uh, I would never do that again. Yeah, I kind of remember you showing up with like. It was so upsetting. Funky lips. Yeah. I like it on other people, though. Sometimes if somebody walks in with a really campy, huge lip, I think it's funny. Um, but <laughs> but not like a friend of yours, not a mortal. I mean, you like it on like a housewife or something, right? No, I have a I have, I have a guy friend who's kind of going through it, and you know his lips really made him happy. I've I've got to tell you something. I do not like guys who I don't like the Botox on guys. I don't like. I don't like guys who do their lips. I think they look super <laughs> weird. You know. I just think it's weird. Well, especially out here, you know, you walk around Century City Mall or you walk around WeHo, you know, or you, go to yogurt, you go to yogurt land and right. along with the toppings is like some extra lips. But some of these gay guys, much. some some gay guys here in New York City are like in their 30s and wearing I, that's makeup the thing. and yeah. doing this stuff. I'm like, OK, I don't know. I like being a guy. I like being a well. I like being the conventional thing that a guy used to be. Am I? Is this? Am I sounding now? Well, outdated? I think I that sentiment would Jeff would move it into a an area that you don't want to go into. Problematic. I do think everyone can express. I think any. Listen, I will not say no to a little concealer. Okay. So I'm not mad about a little makeup here and I'm there. I'm not I mad about I don't the way makeup I'm... makes me look on Michelle. Exactly. You, you wear a full face of beat every well, yes, day sweetie, around that I'm town, on television. ma'am. Ma'am. No. <laughs> ma'am, I take it off right when I leave the studio, bitch. 
No, not always. I think if you want to wear it around, sometimes you should, if I have a dinner after, I'll keep my makeup yeah, on. But exactly. I'll say sorry, yeah. I came right from uh-huh. the studio. I didn't have a chance. Yeah, but I like to be a man with a full face of no. Me. Excuse I think me. You should explore your sorry. But Actually, what I'm I, saying is, you know what? I would rather have. I would rather mm-hmm. have a date with the Marlboro Man than. A, a, a boy. You sound like Megan Kelly. Sorry. No, listen. Oh my God. Megan listen, Kelly y'all has can gone just, People can full. express themselves. I know. She's She's terrible. gone full. Like make knocking America down. She make was wearing female. a hat that said make America female. She just now, her platform now is anti-trans. anti-trans. It's not even <laughs> about, it's not even like about, listen, you're, 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 you know, you're yeah. you're switching kids' gender too soon. It should be over eighteen. It's not even that. It's just I hate yep. trans people. Is now right. her new thing. It's crazy. It's wild. It's wild. It's really, it's really, really mean as well. And I'm like, just I really talking about to... personal attraction. I don't know. I guess that's bad to say. Okay. Nah, I mean, listen. What's your personal attraction? It's your personal uh, situation. Right, uh, but being around the they them's, it made me wonder this weekend at the concert. I was like, mate, you know, would I be a they? If would I have been a non-binary in college? Maybe. Who knows? I think right. you might be. You might be them. Do some soul searching. When you go away for a silent retreat, you come back <laughs> and you <laughs> you have found that I'm a, a new side them. of yourself. Okay, great, yeah. great. Mandy Cohen. We'll be back with Minka Kelly on Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When did I fall in love with Minka Kelly? I fell in love with Minka Kelly when Lila Garrity walked on the scene in Friday Night Lights all those years ago. And here she is, before my eyes, having written one of the most poignant memoirs that I've read in a long time. It's called Tell Me Everything, a memoir. And it is out now. And what a pleasure. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you so much. You are so welcome. John Hill is the guy who got me into Friday Night Lights, actually. You're welcome. Thank yes. you. So thank you, John. Um, you know, and I should, I want to, I want to say before we get into it, because I think it's really important and it sets up the book. You're, you're a partner with ABLE, which is an organization which creates employment opportunities for women all over the world. Um, and that is important because 
it kind of speaks to who you are and it speaks to the lesson of the book because the book is really deep and it's not, you know, you could have written the book you could have written. Uh-huh. And I think the book I thought I was going to read yeah. is, wow, she dated Derek Jeter. She dated John Mayer, whatever she's been. in. I want to hear about backstage of Friday Night Lights, all this stuff. Now, she delivers, but she delivers in a totally different way. And this, what would you say this book is about? I love you. That I love you. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank you for mentioning Abel. Of course. Of I think beautiful. it's important to the whole story. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I would say it's about <clears throat> generational trauma. Yeah. And um, forgiveness mm-hmm. and grace and healing. It's a journey of my process and uh, of healing um, all the messiness of my childhood. Your childhood was very, very messy. Yeah. And through it all, you somehow, uh, you're a survivor. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you, and it's about the tools that, that you use to cope, mm-hmm. I think, and mm-hmm. how you survive through it. Mm-hmm. And with each horrible story, and there are really horrible stories in here, uh, there's somehow a lesson that you impart about each way about mm-hmm. about how you got through, and the the way that I knew this book was was different. What it starts out with you on your your then ne'er do well boyfriend is dropping you off on your first day to be an exotic dancer, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. in New Mexico, mm-hmm. and so and you you had that job for about eight months, six I think months. six months. Mm-hmm. And that's just a part of the story. When you, when you, you've now put this out, it's been out 24 hours. Are you nervous? Are you scared? Because you're so vulnerable in the book and you're sharing things that normally maybe people would say, I don't want anyone to know any of this. Mm -hmm. Are you nervous about it being out there now? Of course. Yes. I mean, vulnerability is like chum in the water for, um, assholes if you will i can say that here. yeah 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 so yes re- releasing it is a whole other level of scary yeah um but you know what in my life hasn't been scary right. or hard or you know and and i feel like i'm not the only one who was raised by a single mother potentially who struggled with addiction and it felt, you know, initially this book was for me. Yeah. And then it turned into something that I realized might be a little bit more important or yeah. bigger. Yeah. And I just think we all need an empathetic witness yeah. to the things that we carry shame for. Do you, what do you want people to know? Your mom was a stripper. She was. Uh, she was a human being who she, happened to also be a stripper. Yes. yes. Um, and by the way, Never a, a great character. She sounds absolutely best. incredible. I'm so I mean, glad. really incredible. She really speaks to when when I see the movie of this, I can't wait to see who plays your mom. <laughs> um because she's an amazing character. Thank a- amazing. You. And it just and it shines through. And so what do you want people to know about because you spent time with a lot of women who do that for a living you did it for a minute what do you want people to know about women who um that's their job I think I want I want people to one relate yeah I want people to know that 
everything is a lot more complex than we think. Yep. Um, there's a lot more to everyone's story than what you might see on the surface or yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Um, and thank you for saying that about my mom. That was a really tough thing. I, I it was really important to me that you don't see her as a villain or you judge her because she does make a lot of really bad choices. But the point of this whole story is understanding why people might make bad choices. That comes through. Thank you. That comes through. As a result of a lot of her bad choices, yeah. you spent your childhood um, being passed around <laughs> from, you lived in someone's garage mm -hmm. at one point of mm -hmm. an apartment complex. You were really passed around from apartment to apartment, home to home um, for many years. And something that really struck me is you said that there that you've gone through LA. People sometimes come up to you and say, you <laughs> stayed with me for a few months. Someone just reached out to me a few days ago on Instagram. And, and you have no recollection really of no. most of these people that you stayed with. No, the woman who reached out to me the other day, I thought she was the garage, the woman who let us stay in her garage, but she, and she was like, no. you still don't know I where that woman is. I you find the garage is. lady. No. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you think as a, you know, I could only think of my kids, of yeah. course. And how do you think you made it? What were the tools? Because you were in these strangers' homes yeah. um, while your, your mom was in jail for, I think, a year. You didn't know that she was in jail. She said that she was working somewhere mm -hmm. in another country or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And friends of yours, you were going back and forth. How did you make it? What were the tools that you used? I think when you're that young, everything just is what it is. Mm -hmm. And you acquire survival mechanisms to make it that you're not aware of, right? And so you only realize all of them when you're an adult and they're affecting your adult life. So all of the survival mechanisms that I needed when I was younger, I don't need anymore as an adult. And in fact, they're harming my relationships as an adult. Mm. And so... As kids are so resilient and the beauty of that childhood was that I am resilient and I am adaptable and I'm adventurous and I'm fearless and um, I don't take things too seriously. I know how lucky I am. I'm so thankful for my life and for the people in it now. And um, so I survive by just one day at a time and and um, making myself very small and trying not to take up too much space and that's a that's a runner through the book you yeah. say that you just kept trying to make yourself small yeah. and not to be take up too much space and not be a bother and mm -hmm. you marveled when you would go to someone's home where the family had dinner together mm -hmm. or just the simple things mm -hmm. of being a family yeah um there's an amazing and and you have a series of very rotten boyfriends who do terrible <laughs> things to you and it's so sad but you you wind up coming through it all mm -hmm. and it's incredible you wind up in nursing school yeah. and so people might be surprised and you loved that you loved being a nurse very much so and then you wind up working at a kind of like a Verizon call center or yeah. something. Yeah. And you're dealing with people who had um, terrible uh, debt on their on their phones and credit cards yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And you did something kind of amazing with them. Say what you were doing. <laughs> that was before nursing. Okay, that was before nursing. That was still in Albuquerque. Okay. And, and, you know, I mean, 
I just, all my life, watched my mom struggle with her bills. I mean, there were times the bills were in my name, and mm -hmm. I was paying the bills sometimes because little modeling jobs that she'd put me in. So I just was very familiar with women struggling to pay their bills. So sometimes women would call in complaining about their bill and needing help, and and they'd be very stressed and sometimes yelling at me because the system is not letting them catch up, and I would... I would just zero out their account. I love it. I love it. I would just be like, okay, your account is zero. Is there anything else I can do for you? They'd be like, what? <laughs> what? They're like, you have zero balance. That is, And that was the best thing ever. It of just, course yeah. it was. Yeah. That is so amazing. I never got in trouble. I saw my boss do it one time for one angry customer, and, right. I, and I knew how they did it, and I kept doing it. <laughs> um, you had such an un- everything is so unusual and 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 shocking about your story and it's equally as shocking that you wind up getting cast on Friday night lights yeah i mean it's it's a stunning thing because you had not really acted had you done a couple commercials at I'd that done point a couple commercials and, and maybe a music guest video star or two and, yeah, yeah 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 and and you get cast mm. on Friday night lights and you go down to texas and by the way you get cast at just the moment in your life where it seems like everything is going to go south. Yes. Again, exactly. for the zillionth time, <laughs> yeah. this happens. You go down there and there's a line in the book where you say, wow, and you were meeting all these people for the first time. And I think you meet um, Adrian Palicki, I think is her name, mm -hmm. Tyra Collette. Mm -hmm. And you say, wow, I started to think that this was going to be the high school experience yeah. that I never had. <clears throat> and of course, it, and you don't dwell on it, which I think maybe I'm going to wait for the next book because I want to hear more and I'm not going to get too deep into it. But it seem, but you inf you very brilliantly kind of infer that maybe you screwed it up for yourself. Maybe. I don't know. But you you first of all, Peter Berg says, I can tell something's going on with you and Taylor Kitsch, mm -hmm, Tim mm -hmm, Riggins, mm -hmm. two more beautiful people in their prime I've never seen in my life. So the <laughs> two of you together, I love it. But he says, don't do this. Yeah. And of course, you had already started. Yeah. And and you describe it as a toxic relationship in the book. But would you say that I don't know if I describe it as a toxic relationship. Okay. I, I say it became toxic as a result of one, being under the pressure cooker of a new show. You're 26 years old. And in your 20s, I think there's a chance that might happen if you come from where I come from. Yep. And you have the tools that I have or don't have. Right. And, and what was important to me and what I really tried to do, especially in that chapter, was keep the focus on my shit. Yes, which you did very well. Yeah, I didn't want to it wasn't important what I felt anyone did to me or yep. was unfair to me. It's, it's not about that. And my whole journey is about how have I contributed to the things that aren't working out in my life? Yep. And so, you know, the word toxic makes me cringe a little bit. Um, I hate that. I wish I would have said unhealthy or something okay. else, but it did feel like the right way to describe the way that went at that time as a result of how I handled things. But by the way, it's totally fair to say if you're in a relationship with someone and you're and it's and the relationship isn't always great for whatever reason yeah. you're fighting or whatever, and then you have to go be lovers on screen, yeah. that this is not gonna work out. Yeah, I yeah, mean that yeah. this is a bad do you it made me sad though for you because that was such a moment of 
gr great change and hope. And I know that Friday night changed your life. Mm -hmm. How do you look <clears throat> back on the experience of being on that show, given how it didn't maybe turn out the way that you had hoped going into it off screen? You know, it's just another example of my childhood informing my life where I was taught a lot of... Um, Listen, I was raised to be independent and to be tough and to not be vulnerable and ask for what I need when I need it. So, of course, I'm not going to have support because no one thinks I need it because I'm so tough right. and I show up so cool and nothing bothers me. And so um, it's also an example of me having learned to prioritize men over wow. the women in my life. Wow. And I prioritized him. And so, of course... I had lost my relationship with the women uh, because I wasn't investing in them. And 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 the, and so I just look back at that with such a tender heart for that version of me because mm. it goes, oh, baby girl. Right. The women were right there. Right, right. And you were focused on him. Right. Your whole life. But of course you were because your mom was always focused on him. Yeah. And so that's all you knew. Right. Well said. Um You've had a lot of therapy. Right? I've had a lot of therapy. Yeah. A lot of this book was written in the trenches of I a bet. lot of very deep uh, therapy. So I'm I didn't sure. mean for this book to be like a journey of my therapy. But as I was writing it, I was in therapy and then I would I would write about my mom and I'd go, my God, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Oh, this is where I learned right. that. And I, so I had to include it. Right. Who who ha did you make any relationships on Friday Night Life that remain with you today? Zach Guilford and I are still very Great. close. Yeah, Scott okay. Porter and I are okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, but Zach and I are the only ones who are actually still yeah. in touch today. Um, I was going to ask you about how you think, I mean, your mom really- she And Pete Berg and I are still very close, Great. my big brother. Yeah, you. Your mom had a lot of very negative relationships and um, this guy that appears in and out of her life just was really- bad and bad to you and bad to her and a bad impact. I How did seeing that as your role model, so to speak, affect your relationships with men as you became an adult? <clears throat> it's, it's very complex, yeah, right? Sure. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of bad, but there's also a lot of good. Okay. I, I, and that's what's confusing. So you have this, uh, um, caretaker in your life this father figure in your life who loves you fiercely and then also punishes you fiercely so then your abuser becomes your savior yeah. and so you learn that that's what love looks like yeah. and so this push pull this hot cold dynamic becomes familiar it becomes what you know yeah. and 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 so you find yourself in relationships with men who also don't know what they want or push pull or hot cold and that dynamic to you that chaos yeah. is what's familiar and so that's what you do and that's where you go because that's what you associate with love mm. and so um it 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 took me finding a life coach <laughs> to help me really see these patterns mm. in my life and give me some action oriented behaviors to sort of um 
take myself out of this dynamic that I just found myself in a loop in for mm-hmm. so many years. And 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 also with healthy men, but the the healthy ones I I thought I wasn't attracted to and so I would push them away because right. I thought they were boring because right. there was no chaos. Yes. You you um you find out in the book while you're shooting Friday Night Lights that your mom has cancer. And a therapist at the time, there's just a heartbreaking sequence where a therapist tells you that your mom's going to pass away and that you need to go tell your mom everything that she did wrong to you. Yeah. <clears throat> and that somehow this was going to clear things up for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And you do it and you realize as you begin to read her this letter, you've made a horrible mistake. Yeah. Um, how did you then rec- how did you then make it right? How did you reconcile that after doing it or- with her? Yeah. Um, in the in the moment, I I started backtracking because yeah. once I saw her start to crumble, the minute I said, "I think you're a really bad mom," right. I just watched her crumble, and I, that started to be like, "Wait, what are you doing, Minka? Right. She's in enough pain. My right. God, this is not necessary." She knows. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. When you're dying, yeah. everything you've done wrong right. is in the forefront. You yeah. are very aware of all of the choices you made. You don't yeah. need someone to like pour salt on the wound. Yeah. And so I backtracked by saying, but you did something right. Look at me. I'm amazing. I'm right. funny. I'm silly. I'm healthy. Right. I don't do drugs. Right. I'm not a lot of things that I could be. Um, and... I have so much love and 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 I and I attest that I'm here because of how fiercely she loved me despite what that therapist thought our love was ours and it worked for me it's why I'm here and I'm so thankful for the kind of love that my mom gave me because I have it now and it's why I have the friendships that I have now is because the way that my mom taught me to love. Yeah. You know, I think there was a lot of confusion of affection in love. Yeah. Um, but now I get to infuse my idea of it with hers, which is beautiful. Right. Um, that's great. I, you know, it's amazing because you 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 are you spend the book like a Jedi warrior beating off these horrible people doing terrible things to you mm. and <clears throat> somehow persevering. Mm. So it was almost amusing to me as I'm getting towards the end of the book and here comes Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this of course. fat fuck does not know what he is about to deal with hey. because this is like, she, you. the, you're like training wheels compared to what she's been in I New Mexico that. for the last, you know what I mean? Like, so... I have to assume when you look back at the Harvey thing, that was the least of everything, right? Oh yeah, that yeah. Was, that we laughed at that. Right. It was. Not he basically a, yeah. told you. Did he tell you in a hotel or over lunch? I can change your life, and I can. He did his whole thing on you. Well, he. We met at a party the yeah. night before, and then when my agent asked Harvey wants to have a meeting with you, yeah. I was like, I know he does. Of course he does. I saw the way he. I felt it. Right. Um. And it. You're like, I know this guy. Yes, I knew exactly what he was. Uh And so when I got the appointment that it was in his hotel room, I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Something says, could we just have the meeting downstairs in the restaurant with an assistant present? Uh I don't know what came over me. But that's what I asked for. I had the bar. Yeah, yeah, you know. So when we're sitting there at lunch, the assistant is there and he bullshits me about a few different things he thinks I'd be right for. Okay. And then he asks her to excuse us. And I went, ah, here we go. 
And then, yeah, he looked at me and he goes, I know you're feeling what I'm feeling. And wow. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he said, come on, Minka. I, it, it, I know you're feeling what I'm feeling. And listen, let's just, I can give you a beautiful life. You can fly private anywhere you want in the world. You can go on all the shopping trips you want. Uh, you just have to be my girlfriend. And I was like, whoa. Oh, wow. Gosh, I am so flattered by that. What a, right. what a proposal. Jeez. Oh, right. Let me think about this. And I'm like, how the fuck? How do I get out of this? And then he saved me by going or because I guess I was taking too long or we can just keep this professional. And I went, oh, OK, well, I guess. Geez, Let's do that. I guess we'll just have to keep it professional. But thank you so much. Wow. I'm so flattered. And as soon as I got in the car, I went this. Would you believe right, this? Right, I knew it. <laughs> right, right. That's and we am- just laughed at yeah, it. Yeah, of course was- you did. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for you and Dan Reynolds, oh, by wow. the way. We love him. Big ally to the gay community, as I'm sure you know. So she's not saying anything, but she's nodding. Okay, <laughs> very good. I like that. Um, are you, what do you want people to take from this? Because it's very clear your you've you've persevered you're you've overcome and it's informed who you are i mean what 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 do you want people to get from this i think um i want people to understand that just because of what they see on tv or wherever that we don't all deserve to be on a pedestal mm-hmm. and we might be a lot more alike than you think mm-hmm. and i hope that I get to be the empathetic witness that so many people were for me now. What do you think your mom would think of the book? I think she's very proud. Yeah. I think she loves the idea that I'm out here talking about her in the way that I am. Really? Oh, yeah. You After she passed, she, she <clears throat> kept a diary. Yeah. What did you find in the diary? <sighs> um, it took me 10 years to read it. Really? And I, because we weren't speaking when she got sick, so yeah. she was telling me about how she felt, and yeah. it was um, hard hard to read because I was obviously in a very different place, yeah. and so it was hard to um, think that I could have been um, a much more present and you know supportive daughter. Yeah. Um, this is a, a great paragraph that you write. Will you will you read that? Okay. It's really, it's towards, it, you're oh, getting wow. yourself together at this, this point. I look how worn it is. It's like he actually really I really read it. Um, but that's, <clears throat> okay. this is as you're starting to get yourself together here. I appreciate you so much. Thanks. Okay. I spend so much of my life conforming to what others wanted me to be, ready to contort myself into whatever shape was requested. But now that dynamic was starting to change. I began to have the first, earliest inklings of what kind of life I wanted to build for myself. (coughs) Holding for cough. No, go ahead. I pressed the cough. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I knew a few things for certain. I wanted to be self-supporting and not dependent on someone else. I wanted to create a calm and peaceful home and to do work that mattered. I wasn't dreaming of becoming an actor or being famous, not in the slightest. My objectives were to create a simple yet deeply satisfying life, and I started moving toward that goal. And the great thing for for me as I read that was she's done it. Hmm. You did it. You did what you... I'm working on it. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Do you... Sure. Do you... Do you... Do you feel... 
with this mm-hmm. and this cathartic process through therapy and everything, do you feel complete? No. No. God, no. I have you so don't. much to go still. But do you feel like complete? Do you feel you've reconciled your past? This, yes. This, yes. I feel it's it's gone now. It's out of me. It's not for me anymore. This is... Um, I do feel um, I've graduated a little bit. You did, you know, one, that's great. You, one person uh, in your life who appears and reappears in the book is your biological dad, yeah. your dad. Yeah. Uh, and he was in Aerosmith, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And are, what's your relationship with him now? We're, we're, we're buddies. Yeah. Uh, Has he read the book? I don't think he's finished it. I think it's hard for him to yeah, read I it. Bet. Yeah. Okay. Um uh he's taking his time, but he has expressed he started reading it and he just told me how proud he is of me. Yeah. And uh we have a really good thing now. Yeah. That's he, great. Yeah, you know, he didn't raise me, so we don't have a father-daughter thing, but yeah. we try to make it a father-daughter thing, yeah. but we're more friends. <laughs> Who love each other and and who butt heads a lot? Yeah, um, I've learned. Uh, God, it's amazing how much you can be like someone even if you weren't raised by them. Right. So wow. Yeah. But he does. He reappears at significant crossroads in life. your life. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. It. I maybe I, a couple times. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. Getting me out of Albuquerque. You know, he planted that seed of like, yeah. whenever you want to get out of here, and you know, it might not have been perfect, but what ever is and uh but it got me out of albuquerque have you been back to albuquerque at all i have yeah yeah did one you... of my best friends who's here is also from albuquerque we lived two very different lives right. in albuquerque did, did you go back to remember things about your childhood yeah we did a we a few years ago we drove to all the places and did a little memory lane thing wow. yeah which was pretty surreal i was gonna say yeah and, and you know she got to see the kind of life i lived and i got got to see a whole other side of Albuquerque that I didn't know about. Wow. I was like, oh, this is actually really beautiful. Any of these shitty people from your life who actually tormented you, are they, have you heard from any of, I'm thinking of the guy who I'm sure you renamed the Rudy guy. Yeah. Has he reappeared in him? some horrible Not way? Not since trying to sell the The page. video. Yeah. There was a video that you two made, a private video, and you were underage. It was, yeah. And kind of, thank God, you were underage. Thank God. Because it, that's God. what stopped it from ever being 100%. released. 100%. Thank you, Marty Singer. Right. It, yeah, you called Marty Singer. Marty Singer is going to... Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's the guy to call. Thank goodness for him. Yes. Um, well, the book is called Tell Me Everything, a memoir. It's available now. And again, she is partners uh, with ABLE, which is uh, an organization creating employment opportunities for women, I think, who probably could use a leg up in the way that you did, right? Oh, yeah. Around the world. Oh, the way my mom could have used, yeah. The way your mom could have used, too. Yeah. Um, we're going to leave it there. Thank you, Minka Thank Kelly. Thank you so much. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. 
Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I think I'm in love with Minka Kelly. Of all of the women I've seen in my life, up close and personally, I think she just might be the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. She is as dewy as she was when she stepped into the scene as Lila Garrity 20-something years ago on Friday Night Lights. I find her alluring. Yeah. And I think she would be the one to bring it home for me. You know what I'm saying, John? I think so. Yeah. I think I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I think she's the one. I think she's I mean, the one. if you don't have a crush on Mika Kelly, there's a problem with you. You know? I agree, but I think I might I think I might be in love with her. <laughs> I think I, you might be out of her league. That new boyfriend is so hot. I know, Dan Reynolds, and I tried yeah, to talk no to her about to you. it. No offense to you. You're a great so guy. You're very so cute. Tall. But that he's is... got the height, and he's a rock star. Her list he's of got... guys that she's dated is really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. More importantly is her wisdom and her her Understood. I agree. And, uh, I agree. I agree. I couldn't even see her from where I was sitting in the interview. And so all I heard was her heart. Yes. And oh her wisdom. my God. Well, John, you know, that's funny because I don't want that's to what I fell in love with. Her. Well, that's what I fell in love with. Her heart and her wisdom, darling. That's right. That's the first uh-huh. thing I always look at. Um I gotta tell you, John. My parents were here to celebrate Lucy's birthday. Um, And there was a moment where Ben and my mom and I were going up the stairs in my apartment. And Ben was kind of talking and, you know, holding court. And he said to my mom, and I'm trailing behind. He goes, you know, he calls my parents Ma and Pa. And he said, you know, Daddy and Pa are the same because they're boys. So they're the same. And my mom said, and what am I? And Ben goes, an old lady. (laughs) Wow. How'd she respond to that? We were laughing. My mom and I were laughing. We almost fell over on the staircase. It was so funny. And he was looking. I know. And he was looking at us like, hey, uh, it's the truth. (laughs) It is. And she's like, well, I mean. She didn't love it, but it was so funny. Oh, my God. What am I? An old lady. Mm Mm-hmm. 
John, we had a great show. We got to run. More next week, darling. You know it. All right. See you then. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Issa as host Issa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.